What's going on, everybody? Happy New Year. Welcome to another episode of the Champion Cultivator Podcast, uh, the first episode of 2020. This is episode 10, and today I am interviewing Rita Lewis, uh, up-and-coming speaker, entrepreneur, uh, author, and just a, a great energetic leader here in St. Louis. You're, you're a youthful leader, and I appreciate you for that, so welcome to the show. Thank you. Thank you for having me. Definitely. <laughs> uh, anything you want to say to the people that kind of introduce yourself to the people who don't really know you or what you stand for? Okay. So my name is Rita. I am a public speaker. I'm a future author. And I'm also a youth mentor. Mm-hmm. So that's something I'm pretty got under my belt right now. Tell me about that. You're a youth mentor, but you're pretty young yourself. How does that work? <laughs> well, it all started about like, you know, as I'm still growing up, I'm still young myself. But I'm seeing a lot of things happening in our community that it's just getting old to see repetitively. Mm. Like young people not really having those leaders and those role models in their lives. And it's getting to a point where, you know, the system is getting messed up. Like for real. Like, you know, you go in high school, you don't see, you see a lot of babies now in high school. Mm. And then people not even going to college to attempt college. And then, you know, everybody out on the streets now. So it's like no leadership. I think we should all strive to be great leaders and be those entrepreneurs and those, you know, those doctors, those lawyers, you know, just something bigger than what we're so used to. Mm. Like just be comfortable working a nine to five job at a a warehouse, you know. Yeah, like nobody's like, that's not everybody's mindset to wake up to like, man, I'm going to this warehouse. I think we should strive to be better and find a passion, like find something that you really, truly love to do. And then try to see if you can find a business side of that and work towards that. Because you never know. Like, people who cook chicken, for example. You're like, oh, I'm just cooking chicken. But you know how. Look at Popeye's. That's a straight franchise just by cooking chicken. Mm-hmm. Just be the best you can be into what you want to be. You know, fine. It could be something little and just work your way up. And just keep working your way up. So, you know, that's why I want to be that voice to the youth. And just make them feel like, man, you know, your dreams are not small. You just got to plan them out. Sort them out, get the business side, and get to a team. You can just take off. So that's pretty much it where I'm at with that. And I hope I can just do the best that I can, you know, let them kids know that, you know, it is possible. You know, and it is somebody there that is to listen to you, to hear out your dreams and your passion. So that's what I'm here for. I respect it for sure. So where where did that start? Where did that drive come from? Uh, I don't know if this is just me personally, but mm-hmm. but from the people I've interviewed and just from the people I know, normally when people want to step up, it's because nobody else has stepped up yet. Or, you know what I'm saying, they feel like that, that step up needs to be done. Uh, so is that something similar for you? Or, like, you ha- you saw that there wasn't much leadership in your own, um, I guess, you know, where you coming up from. And so that that's what made you want to step up? Or were there a couple different people who... Well, how did you get on this path to, to doing something different is what I want to ask you. Okay, so it I take um, both of them. It's kind of both. I wanted to step up and need to be changed. And it happened to me my going into my sophomore year of college where I really didn't have too much of my mom or really people like telling me, hey, you got to do this and get your work done like mm-hmm. it was in high school. Right. So I kind of had fun my freshman year. And then I went on a full scholarship to play soccer. But once I didn't, Congrats. I dropped one class. Thank you, thank you, yeah. thank you. <laughs> so I had one hour, just an hour of credit missing, and I couldn't play soccer no more. But I was just like, dang, it was nobody on my butt to tell me to do this and that. But then today I'm a grown, I'm a young grown person, you know, in a whole different like city and state. You know, it was new to me. So once I let myself down, I said, man, I let my mama down. And that just kind of hurt me. Because mm-hmm. I'm like, she did everything she can to get me to where I am. And I let her down just by one hour of a credit. 
that one little mistake changed my whole life because I had to come home, find a job, find a car, and go to work. I didn't want to do it at, at that age. Yeah. You know, I really wanted to live the, co- the whole college life for four mm-hmm. years or two years. Yeah. But, you know, I let myself down, and I wish I just had somebody to tell me and be on my butt at that new level of education, and it wasn't there. So I felt like, hey, I know I messed up, and I know it's kids who messing up in the early stage, you know, in high school. They ain't not even finishing high school no more. So just, just that fire that lit up in me, so I wanted to step up on that part and be, be that voice because something has to change and nobody wants to do it. I do it. It's not that hard. I don't want to get paid to do it. I'm going to just do it. So, yeah, pretty much on that one. I respect it. So talk to me about how, how does that work, you know, the young leading the young or being a young leader. Mm-hmm. How do you how do you have to go about proving yourself and, and getting their respect? Because sometimes when people the same age as you, or even if they're a little older than you, mm-hmm. you know what I'm saying, they, they don't give you that respect. They see you more so as a peer than a right. mentor or somebody that really knows what they're talking about. So how do you how do you prove yourself to these people and, and lead mm-hmm. them? I just try to be not like I'm above them. I'm just same as you. You know what I'm saying? I'm be like your big sister, your you know, your big cousin, just however you want to put me in that comfortability for you could talk to me. I don't want to come up as like, you know, I'm this teacher. They're not going to listen to you, you know. And I figured that when I had my youth gatherings, you know, at my church, they it felt like they said, like, we getting preached to a lot. Like, dang, we feel like we're in school a lot. And so I had to do some icebreakers to break it down, like, let's get to know each other. Just talk to me like I'm, like one of, I'm one of your friends. But it's still going to be the respect there, yeah. you know. So just make them feel comfortable. Make them feel like, hey, like, it's not school. I'm not the principal or nothing like that. I'm just your big sister. That's the best way I could put it. So how does that, how does that, um, what's the What's the impact difference? Or, or what messages are really getting home to them? Like, if you compare how they were being preached to versus, you know, preached with, how does that, how does that impact shift how, how they move, if that makes sense? Uh, just, I guess, using that type of slang. You know, let's say, for example, you go to churches. You've got the pastor just preaching to you. Mm-hmm. And you're just like, yeah, he's speaking real, but sometimes you just really want, like, real. Like, just keep it raw with me. And once you keep it raw with them, it's it's very comfortable. You know, I guess if you got to use that type of slang to get to them, like, like, hey, I'm all here. You know what I'm saying? Some of them take it like that, or some of them take it like how we talking right now. Mm-hmm. So it's not too much of a shift mixture. It's just the comfortability, you yeah. know, actually listening to them. So. So tell me about some of the growing pains you had really just trying to step up as a youth leader for yourself and for other people. Um, The growth part, really trying to get them to respect, mm-hmm. you know. It's not no disrespect, but it's just the level of respect. Like I said, like I'm only 21, and I'm, I'm engaging with 13 and 22-year-olds. So, but all my... Um, all my youth lead, all my youth members, they come from the age of 13 and 15, so far. But, you know... I just take it how I go. It's go with the flow with it. it. Just it's very comfortable. I know it's kind of hard to say. It's just very comfortable talking to them because I like I say, I talk with slang and I don't know. It's just a hard question to answer because it's just like, mm, kind of got me on this one. What do you mean? Because <laughs> it's just it's just comfortable. You know, yeah. So like I'm saying, like if there was a if I was a, a young reader, you know what I'm saying, trying to get in a position, you know, and I'm a young person who's Maybe not in the St. Louis community, but I also I want to be a leader. I want to step up, mm-hmm. and I want to do what you're doing. I want to lead people and impact them in a positive way that's, that's helping them step into a bigger role. 
you know, like there's going to be some things they need to know when they try to lead these people, you know? So if it's like these uncertain rules or these unsaid rules, like, okay, well, you're trying to earn their respect, you can't do X, Y, Z, or you can't talk to them in this manner. Or, right. You know what I'm saying? If I, I know if I do this, I'm going to lose them. Mm-hmm. And obviously, that's the progress. That's the process you're still going through. Yeah. But I'm sure that you've had some experiences that taught you what to and what not to do. So I just um, wanted to know if you can shed some light on any of those things. Does that help make it easier for you? Yeah, I guess. Um, hmm. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. Let's see. I just say be you. That's the best way I can say it. Just be you. Do your homework. Um, I'm very a spiritual person, so I do my homework on the spiritual side. Like I give that word to you. You know, I'm not good at really quoting them, but I can say, like, hey, pray about it. That's the biggest answer I tell my youth members and I tell all my friends. Pray about it. Before you come talk to me and get on the phone, talk to me for a whole, like, about an hour or two, mm-hmm. pray to God first about the situation. And then when you get done, see how you feel. You don't need to call me no more. Mm-hmm. That's that's as deep as I can get. Mm-hmm. And once I get that advice, I don't get no call. <laughs> so, hey. I feel like you got your answer right there. You know, just put it in his hands. That's I'm very, so I'm very spiritual, so that's the best answer I can give to you. Be yourself. Give it to God. Put it in his hands because it's some battles that I can't fight. You can't fight. So put it in his hands. Let him fight it for you. And then, boom, your, your, your solution going to come. So That's real. I like that. For yeah. sure. You can't really be a leader if you're not being yourself. Yeah. Just be yourself. Don't be nobody. Don't be the Tyler Perry. Don't be the Bishop T.D. Jakes. Don't be none of them. Just be yourself. And people gonna see that. It's gonna be very authentic. Yeah, you can feel it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's real. <laughs> so one thing I like about your story so far, and uh, one thing I respect is you, you've had, you know, that setback, mm-hmm. or you took an L, and instead of just being like, all right, damn, I took this L. Right. So, all right, cool. How do I bounce back from this? And not only bounce back for myself, but bounce back for other people. How do I make sure other people uh, who come to this spot don't end up in the same position? So I, I respect that selfishness, but it's also like, uh, where, where did that mentality come from? Because I know a lot of people mm-hmm. that when they take that L, like, low-key, they wanted to take that L because <laughs> then they could stop. You know what I'm saying? Then yeah. they got a reason to stop. But obviously, that's not what you want. So, like, where, where did that mentality come from? Uh, my mom instilled that. Church, my mom. You know, don't feel discouraged. You got that from churches, that faith. And then my mom, she was like, okay, you could fail, but how long you going to sit there? So that's her very slogan, man. How long you gonna sit there? And I'm like, I don't wanna sit here for a long time feeling sorry for myself. So I'm either gonna feel sorry or just get better and do better. I'd rather choose to get better and do better because I already did that. So what's the point of going back to here when we can go up? Right. So that's the pretty much mentality on that one. I respect it. <laughs> Definitely. So, I mean, you talked about your mom, church. Is there any other like leaders or inspirational people in your life that have helped you, I guess, at this point? Oh, yeah. you, My mom, uh, my two grandmothers, and my sister. Them are really women I just look up to because they, like my grandparents, they've been through a lot. You know, mm-hmm. grandparents, they went through, they seen it all. So it's nothing new to them, like what's going on today is just coming back. So they just teach me how to just like, just keep living. Yeah. You know, you're going you're gonna to get hurt, but keep <laughs> living. You're just going to keep living. But then, like I say, I'm very into church. They give me that word. So I do like little Bible sessions with them, like break the, work, like break the word down to me and teach me what this really meant in the Bible to them. And then my mom and my sister, just women who working in a shop, you know, you just seeing somebody who depending on other people to give them money. It's not a constant check. You see how they keep their faith because I, I ain't got the patience. I would really cry if nobody come in the shop. I'm like, dang, you ain't getting your hair done today. Mm-hmm. But they got that patience. They got that work ethic. got that drive. And I don't know. They just keep their faith in. To build a business like that, I think that's very hard. I'm not going to lie. I don't think I can run a beauty shop. That's just, like I said, you work, you Having your faith on someone else to come in. They can cancel anytime. Mm-hmm. You ain't making no money. 
but you still have the faith to wake up every day to go to the same spot and you can make no money or make some money. Yeah. And then my sister, she's a woman with all hats. Like that is a, a woman who can work any job and it's only 24 hours a day. She make it work. I don't know how, because you got a baby. Yeah, man. And you work in, she does taxes, she does lashes, she does hair. She um, has this nursing home for adults that they just launched and built up. And she do home assistant living. She does like about five, six things. And you still have a child and you still maintain to have fun and raise your child. So I just give that kudos. Yeah, superwoman right there. Yeah, because yeah. I complain about one job. I'm saying, <laughs> yeah, it's a lot on her plate. Yeah, so when you see that, that it's not, it does make you better. Mm-hmm. I say that, that strives for better. If you don't see that as like you can do it too, then hey, that's, that's just. Yeah. yeah, that is some on you because I see that as like, dang, I can do it. Mm. So I like that. Yeah, they're my women. That's a good, mister, uh, good mentality there. Definitely. <laughs> so I, I don't know. I want to challenge you right there because you said that about the shop where it was like, you know, that consistency mm-hmm. and you got to depend on these other people. I don't know. I, I want to kind of challenge that viewpoint because it's like you got to depend on people for anything. Like, we couldn't have had this interview. Like, I could have this podcast, but if I got people to interview, then I ain't really got a podcast with you know what I'm saying? You can write a book, but if don't nobody pick up the book, like you always gonna have to depend on other people for something. You yeah. you a church leader or you a you know a youth leader, if you ain't got the, the other people, you know, it, it don't matter what you're doing, what you're trying to, you know, press forward. Mm-hmm. It's always gonna depend on other people because you're trying to impact other people. Yeah, that's so, I mean, true. Whether it's a business or your leadership or whatever, <laughs> I'm just saying, you know, you might not want to take that off the table because <laughs> that might be something you get into. So I just wanna challenge that mindset. You always, you always gonna have to depend on other people in a you way. You do, yeah, in a way, yeah. But getting your hair done, like, come on. I mean, you know, somebody gonna come get their hair done eventually. <laughs> like, come on. Man. But some be, people don't want to pay. I'm gonna be honest. I'd like seventy bucks just to wash my hair and just make it flutter. Come on, you could do that yourself. You could, right. but look, don't play. <laughs> <laughs> you know what I'm saying? <laughs> yeah. See, but that's like. Hey, I'm a cheap person. I'm mm-hmm. be honest. I'm very cheap. I get that. No, nah, I'm cheap and responsible. How about mm-hmm. that? And then I'm like, man, 70 bucks, I can use that for like the bill. Something else. To get my hair done. He gonna be like, man, I'm gonna do it myself. So that's all like that's why I feel discouraged. Mm-hmm. So I just get I get that mindset, because I be on the same thing sometimes. Sometimes <laughs> I pay to get my hair done, sometimes mm-hmm. I have my sister do it. So yeah. it depends on what's going on. Well, you know, it depends on how I want to spend my money. So I get that. Yeah. But then that could be like, all right, that's why I have multiple clients, or this why I have this other business or whatever. Yeah. But you know, let's not dive into the too much of the specifics of that one thing. Uh this is a new year, the first day of twenty twenty. Mm-hmm. What you got kicking for this new year? Okay, so I have two things. Mm-hmm. I have my book, You Are Never Alone, My Sister. That's just going to be a guidance book of telling girls around the ages of, like, your teenage years of how to be encouraged, to feel like you a big sister, play that role of big sister, responsibility. A lot of people don't get accountable to that standard no more. You just living. So be a big sister. Be a good leader. Um, empowerment. Another, like, women empowerment. Let's, let's help each other. You know, it's a lot of women in St. Louis. It's a lot of women. I'm going to stand on it. A lot of people in St. Louis... It's a lot of women that has their own business, right? But some of them might do the same thing, but they always hating and never, like, want to bring, like, come together mm-hmm. and work together. Like, y'all can have a big pop-up workshop, you know, everybody who do lashes. You can set that up for a whole bunch of women to come in and everybody go to different booths to see which one they want to go to. Instead of doing that, y'all want to just, you know, throw hate on one of each other. Like, we could just come together and build each other up. So that's another thing, like, encouraging one another. Like, we really need that. Because let's be honest, do you see a lot of women, you know, not, like, encouraging each other? 
So. I mean, women, men, none of that, honestly. Uh, mm-hmm. Especially like in the black community, I don't really see that a lot. Right. Now, uh, what I have seen is just is man up, St. Louis. That's that's about the only mm-hmm. collaborative um, black thing I've really seen. I know it's like other smaller things out there, but I definitely mm-hmm. don't think that they get enough attention or recognition. Yeah. So I mean, like even even in my own way, like this little <laughs> podcast here. You know what I'm saying? I got you. I had the homie Moose on on the last episode. Shout out to Moose to motivate. Um, but like, if I see somebody and they doing their thing mm-hmm. and and I'm not saying, like, this is uh, specifically a race thing, because whether you're black or not, you know what I'm saying? If you're doing your thing, and I respect it, I respect right. it. Uh, but if I see you black and you're doing your thing, I'm definitely going to try and give you that leg up. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, come on now. We need that. You know what I'm saying? It's, it's, we've had too much going on for us not to be coming together. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, is there, like, a, a plan of attack, or how do we how do we support what it is that you're trying to put into motion? I say come together. That's the best way I could say. Come together and give them that encouraging of an ear to make them want to come. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Don't just say, like, hey, man, yeah, we're going to meet right here in this in this area. A bunch of us just come. No, make him, work, make him or her worth it. Come to it. You know what I'm saying? When you really promote your business or anything, you got to sell it. Like, sell that to somebody. If it's just free knowledge and wisdom and love, spread that. You know, you ain't got to pay for that. So that's pretty much on that. Just spread that love, man. That's what we need is love. It's just love. At the end of the day, that's something we don't have here. It's too much jealousy here. So, pretty much on that, just spread the love. Spread the love. Easy. Spreading the love. We're spreading knowledge with the book. You're giving these, uh, these talks. You're, you know, you're a speaker. So, is there like a date on the book? Or what should we uh, expect that? I'm going to probably really, like, hopefully, because, you know, the publishing part takes a long process. My goal is to get it done by the end of December of 2020. That is my goal. And hopefully my um, organization for You Are Never Alone, My Sister, takes off in the springtime. Because I think that's a, that's a right time to launch it and have a lot of people come out to where I'm going to do a pop-up shop and just give them like a little bit of knowledge of what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So Definitely. So so for everybody that's listening with the new New Year goals, New Year resolutions, this is a perfect <laughs> way to start, you know what I'm saying, your goals. Get on a podcast and announce it to everybody. <laughs> get your accountability up <laughs> that's what you need to do get your accountability up because you know I mean when, when the accountability is there like you were saying that's one of the issues is because mm-hmm. we have a lack of accountability yes. people letting stuff slide you know what I'm saying so the standards go down when your standards go down that lowers your energy that lowers everything that's involved with mm-hmm. whatever it is you're doing you know so when we raise those standards when we raise that accountability you, you raise the frequency other people want to get involved mm-hmm. and it's just a better uh, cohesive thing for everybody so I definitely respect that. Um, any other goals that you want to shout out? Uh, no, that's pretty much it. I had too much on my plate. Just a little bit I of salsa. Yeah, definitely. No, we respect it for sure. 100%. 100%. Let me see. I don't even know what else I want to ask you. What else you want to talk about? I think we hit everything on the nose, to Easy. be honest. Yeah. yeah. Just like that. <laughs> cool. Well, that was short and sweet. So talk to me. Uh definitely appreciate having you on the show. Uh, let us know where to support you at, where to find you at, and uh, where where people can keep their ears open for this book. Okay. Um, so you can follow me on Instagram at official Rita Lewis. And you can follow me on Twitter at official Rita Lou as an L O U. And hopefully you can even get the book on Amazon. That's that's my goal to get it on Amazon for people pre order it there. Cool, there it is. <laughs> I appreciate you. Happy New Year and uh <laughs> psh, to the next episode. Yes. <laughs>